Hey y'all, uh, this, y'all, for real? Uh, this episode is special and different, and I explain all about why it's special and different in a couple minutes, so I won't do that now. Instead, I will jump right into thanking our Patreon people, who, uh, patreon.com, if you don't know, it's a tipping and rewards website, and these people reach down deep, deep, a deep, deep, deep into their pockets, and, uh, give us a, a couple, two, three dollars to, uh, keep the show going So in exchange, we like to uh, give them a shout out on the podcast. And that goes a little something like this. Joanna Alston. Thank you so much. Matthew J. Palka. Also, thank you and your whole Palka family. Brad Cover, your ears. <laughs> Stephen G. Stephen Gleason. Thank you so much. Med, Med. Med. Why do I keep screwing up Megan's name? Because I've known her the longest. Megan Harmon. Thank you so much, Monique Quistorf, Aaron Espinoza. I hope you're doing well. I wish you a, a happy holiday on uh, Skype, and uh, I'm waiting to hear back. Justin Keat, uh, Keat, holding your breath. If you're um, Keat on, Keat and on. It's going to be your name for today. Anthony Real, recognize Real. Uh, Janae Tom. And Carrie Pippi, thank you so much for your continued support. We also have a uh, couple special sponsors in this particular podcast. Um, and there are other podcasts. And one's about scary stuff, and it sounds like this. Oh boy, was that scary. Why do you want to watch scary stuff when you could watch stuff that doesn't make you scared and makes you happy instead? Who knows? Uh, enjoy the podcast, everybody. Imagine if you dare. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold tight. Let's. A podcast so shocking. No, it's not that shocking. It's just so disturbing. Now you're just being dramatic. This... That it will chill you to your very core. I don't. Have you even heard the show? There's no escaping. I mean, there is. You just the horrible consequences of. Just press pause, but don't do that. Right like... day. Hi, my name's Byron McCoy, and each week I join my friends Sam and Kelly, where we talk films, monsters, the paranormal, and pretty much all things frightening. From time to time, we talk to like-minded individuals like Patrick Bryce, the director of Creep, or Sid Haig of House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil's Rejects. But whether it's the human terror of serial killers and home invasions, or the extra-normal phenomena Kelly covers in her Cryptids and Conspiracies segment, if it bleeds, hacks, stabs, chops, summons, sacrifices, of ducks or bites. It is Fright Day. Every Monday on iTunes, SoundCloud, or at FrightDay.com. FrightDay.com. Stop it. You're scaring them. Sorry. Okay, yes. Hey, what's up, everybody? I, a uh, little bit of a different type of a thing tonight happening because me and Zoya have not seen a lot of each other. She is house sitting in Santa Monica right now. One of you asked on Twitter if we were broken up, and that is not the case. Or it is the case, and I'm doing a really good job covering it up, I think. <laughs> I'm doing a great job. No, that's not the case. We're very much in love, and we're engaged, but she's watching small animals right now, and uh, she's doing a better job of it than I am, because I'm here, obviously. Um, there's a thing that I thought would be fun 
if we did tonight, and this is that thing. I have on the phone one of my, I guess I would call him a good friend from high school. Okay. I'll call him Nick. That's not his name. But the <laughs> Nick C, please. Nick, Nick C. C. <laughs> Nick C from 98 Degrees. Um, <laughs> I have my friend from high school on the phone, and I thought it would be fun if... Uh, basically, there's a story going around the tabloids right now. A couple of you may have heard about it. I guess... <clears throat> it's no secret that I used to play high school basketball. Um, I was very good. And... Uh, on eBay right now, I guess somebody found a pair of my old high school basketball shorts. And I think they're going for a couple thousand dollars. And uh, uh, people keep emailing me, like family members, um, friends from home, like, why are your shorts, you know, I can't believe they found the golden shorts or whatever. Um, and they're just going for thousands of dollars and people don't, like, people want to be cut in on it. And it's like, like back up so i thought i'd maybe call one of my friends from high school so he can give you a first-hand account of what it was like to um what would you call yourself like my number two on the team yeah i mean i was i was definitely the person that felt um the most sorry for you. <laughs> so tried to pass it to you probably when i shouldn't just because you were my friend um do you yeah. mean like feel sorry because like Somebody with my kind of talent is kind of in a world of his own, and it's like lonely on the top and type stuff. More so, the guy that literally missed the entire backboard when shooting a shot, and then people look is is he serious type of guy? Um, but yeah, sure, go with that. Cool. So I figure we can go back to like, so we can go in chronological order. I don't know how much you remember from high school, aside from me being carried off the court multiple times. Uh, on people's yeah. shoulders and you all the confetti. I don't remember. I was just thinking we'll go back to tryouts. Do you remember uh, tryouts? Absolutely. It was, you know, I, was, uh, I was heavily recruited to the high school, so yeah, sure. <laughs> you were heavily recruited, what, when you were like six or seven years old before high school? Yeah, when I was uh, at a local Catholic school um, scoring 12 points a game. Um, nicknamed Silent Assassin those days, you know, things like that. <laughs> Did they really call you that? Assassin, yeah. Did you I, not? Did you not talk? <laughs> I let my plane do the talking. So what you're saying is you had communication problems on the court. Is what you're saying. Uh, pretty cool. Um, so you were recruited. So then we end up in high school, freshman year high school, and we're like, yeah. how do we get girls to like us? Yeah. Maybe sure. we'll, yep. maybe we'll play some basketball. What do you say? Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I remember <laughs> that not working exactly like I, like I thought it would, um, yes. but tryouts roll around and I remember, uh, I don't know what the kids say now, uh, when they say like the party is lit. I think I lit up tryouts. Do you remember me lighting uh, up tryouts? Not as much as I think you do. Um, I think what I would go and call our day in freshman year, there's a lot of and one basketballing and techniques of like yeah they call the lead. right and you're the opposite of and one you were very much larry bird's um, stepson shooting not much dribbling but like set shot try your best and always using correct form 
Um, not much and one skills to your your basketball skill set, but yeah. Yes, of course, but Larry Bird, of course, will remember probably the most legendary shooter in the game of basketball. Sure, yes. Yes. Let's go with that. Yeah. And, of so course, me, and I really thank you for being the first one to equate me to a what would have to be a blood relative to Larry Bird because that is yes. how closely my form... Um, uh, imitated yes. the the greats, I yep. guess. I appreciate you yes, saying yeah. that because you're n- never one to give me a lot of credit. And uh, no, I, I don't plan on doing it this time either. Uh, right. So your your shorts. You mentioned your shorts before. I don't know if you want to Google um, John Stockton, but I always remember you having <laughs> higher shorts where you could see the tan line on your upper thigh, <laughs> and it was uncomfortable because most people had their shorts to their knees. Right. And yours were kind of John Stockton-ish, mid, mid, like, upper thigh. And cool. I thought that was <laughs> Cool. Yeah, that, that was more about, like, bucking the trend than anything else. Uh, everyone else is, like, you know, they're seeing the Harlem Globetrotters and they're seeing the N1 people with, like, the shorts below their butts and the Marky Mark and the, the funky bunches that you have yeah. over the, the late 90s, early aughts, you know? And I'm like, I'm not going to be just another one of these. I want to have my legs in prime position. I don't want anything holding back my legs from goodness. definition. Yes. You to show definition. Also, okay. um, because I was also on the soccer team, I was a, a two-sport athlete, I had uh, the teardrop muscle at all times was flexed and out. Why the tan line, though, if you always showed your legs? You would think you would have no tan line. Like You would get that taken care of. Um, I mean, this, I think the sun itself was afraid of my, the muscles on my upper legs a lot of the time. It, it reflected the sun up to a certain point. Yeah, like the sun wouldn't even go near my, th- my thighs, I think. They were so defined. So basically at the end of tryouts, here's what I remember from tryouts, okay? Or, go. Oh. Maybe we ran some scrimmages, maybe we ran some laps, probably. Oh. Skins, shirts and skins type stuff. Shirts and skins. I I remember doing both because I had a really cool shirt on, and also I wanted to um, show the definition on the rest of uh, my high school body body that I had. I was really excited for that. Um, and I've, I remember him asking us to do three pointers. Do you remember this? Yes, of course. And that that was your go to specialty. Yeah. You loved shooting. Yes. Um, because I made most of them, if you'll remember in try. Um, yeah, you're you're going down that road. I'm not a hundred percent following you, but yeah, I, you're going down the road where you're where you're a solid shooter. You're you're a decent athlete. Yeah, uh, I get you. I'm, I'm trying to follow as best. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You yeah. remember exactly how it was. I remember yeah. actually one point in tryouts how you were uh, you were crying in the corner behind the bleachers. And I came and I put my arm around you and I was like, dude, it's all right. You're probably going to make it too. Now, are you talking about like when I had to pretend to know you and just because like we were tight friends, but then when I saw how bad you actually were on the court, I kind of kept it to high and by. And then when you were battling for the last position and it was between you and a dude that is the worst basketball player I've ever seen, uh-huh. um, you're... <laughs> You, you were like the only kid that couldn't touch backboard when they were doing their layup line. <laughs> and I also remember like thinking of what I was going to say to you when you weren't going to make the team. 
Yeah. It was a tough position because I knew the, the likelihood was, you know, 90 to 100% uh, once I started watching how you played. but um, Interesting. Uh, um, I'm surprised your shorts are on sale on eBay because, I mean, what, like, are they Febreze fresh? Like, I don't... I'm actually, I, I mean, I haven't been in contact with them for years. I remember getting yeah. rid of them as soon as we, um, you know, won that championship or whatever yeah. we did freshman year. I think the only sweat was probably from your hands rubbing them, waiting to hopefully get called. Cool. I don't know if there's any other sweat from your body that was on those shorts. Yeah. Besides the palm of your hands, but. It's good that we moved, we got to move chronologically into the season, so I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah. Um, I remember winning. Do you remember a record that year? Uh, it wasn't. It, I feel like it wasn't that great. So you made the team. Yeah. Okay. You're I did team. make the team. You remember well, the guy that was horrendous last? It was between you two. Did you play one on one to make the team? I feel like or no? No, I you think that's that's like a movie one? scenario that probably oh, didn't okay. All right. happen. I think we went one after the other in the shooting okay. draft. You made one out of ten threes. He made zero of ten threes. I don't think – no, I don't think teams are decided like that. I think I was lighting oh. it up. Okay. If I remember correctly, I was lighting it up. Go ahead. Um, okay, so do you remember our record that year? I do not. I feel like it – I mean, we were freshmen, so we didn't give a shiitake. Right. But uh, we, we won – we won the first game of the season, and then okay. we didn't win any other games. And that's factual. That's factual. That's satisfactual. So I thought that we were at least, you know, like even record 500 type thing. No. No, 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 no. Not freshman year. Not us. Is it because I made varsity freshman year and I stopped <laughs> worrying about the freshman team and you were very concerned about that record and I kind of just was a stepping stone for me to get to varsity because that was – an obvious thing. I honestly, have... if we're being honest about it, I don't remember oh. being concerned about the record as much as I was concerned. And this leads me into my next line of questioning sure. about why I only played the last 30 to 15 seconds of every game. Oh, uh, well, that, I think she was, you know, like, cause I remember not thing. really caring. I, I was like, I honestly, I don't care. What our record is, I just want my dad, who drove to Brookfield, Connecticut, to watch me play in one game. Interesting. Um, you know, you know, like Rudy, the movie, right? And like people, are like I think I don't know if we put our jerseys on the coach's desk, type of thing. But it was definitely like let him play. You know, he could shoot a three in practice, and he makes it some of the times. He's got to, you know, he's got to try. You got to try to get him in, coach. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe like you would get a, a thirty-second thing. I think after asking the coach, who had an awesome mustache, by the way, he had the best mustache. He um, was the football coach. If we're gonna be yeah, to be honest, dual athletes. So that was another thing. Is like you weren't really athletic, so he didn't recognize you from football. I didn't play football either, um, but he he would definitely side with the football players. They got a lot of the time, and I think that's why you only probably got like fifteen or thirty seconds. Yeah. So, um, I want to talk about another very specific incident that, that happened. Okay. Um, it was an away game. Uh, it was one of the only games we had taped. I, we were fortunate enough to have it taped. <clears throat> and uh, I got the ball passed to me probably the second time 
in my high school basketball career. The second out of maybe four times. Okay. How nervous were you? Very nervous. Uh, I took the shot. Okay. Like immediately? Like, were you from half court? Like, where where, where was the ball passed to you? I'm going to say it was a strongly contested two from the corner. Okay. Okay. Because uh, yep. you know I consider myself somewhat of a corner specialist. So I took a strongly contested two-point shot. Uh, yeah. It was an air ball. Later yeah. on at practice... Did it hit the net at least? <laughs> I mean, in my like head, in my net. own memory, where I want to be the best, it could have hit the net. You know? Okay. That's how sad this particular situation is. How many people listen to this podcast? Um, A few thousand. Okay. And you're going to... And the way you started was the people are looking for your shorts, but I think with the way we're going to end this is they're going to really feel bad for you. And you're kind of like, they're going to, it's, it's kind of like the Rudy thing. Like they're going to really try to pick you up with like, you know, hopeful tweets and like, you know, emails and like, you know, Mike, you know, you really tried, you know, trying's half the battle and, yeah. you know, you won in life overall, but you know, freshman year, you know, that, that was pretty devastating to you, I would assume, to get 30 to 15 seconds a game. But. Yeah, but, I mean, let me ask you this. Like, how much would you sure. pay for, for Rudy's high school shorts on eBay? I, I, so that's the angle you're taking, is, mm-hmm. like, that one time you got in with just your, um, you know, your shorts. What, what happened to your jersey? Uh, yeah, that was, um, I put it in a plaque to put above my own bed in my room. But um, I think I signed it for my dad. It's not a big deal. But um, what I wanted to say about that that air ball was uh, the game was taped, and at practice later that week, uh, we got to see that shot over and over again. Do you remember this in the weight room when the coach just kept rewinding me missing the shot over and over again? Yeah. Um, nope. Like I said, um, <laughs> my memories might be a little different just because I started to elevate really quickly from freshman to JV to varsity. Yeah. Um, so I, it seems like you have a lot of freshman memories. Um, you know, freshman was freshman year was cool and all because I got to play with people like you that were actually in my grade. But yeah. eventually, you know, I, I moved up the ladder and played with people above my grade, which was sure. cool. Sure. I guess we're we're gonna stick to the freshman year theme. Well, yeah. I mean, that's where my career kind of peaked, basketball. Did you, so. Sophomore year, refresh my memory, what occurred? You didn't make the team the next year? No, I didn't try out uh, because of how not fun not playing was. Oh, got it. All right, so I jumped the gun a little bit, but how do you want to cap off freshman year? Well, I guess since uh, you're the interview subject. Yes. And uh, you've already kind of blown by what would have been the pinnacle of my career. Yeah, I, I forgot because I have you know freshman JV and varsity all mixed in there, and yeah. it's hard to remember you know the score of the third game of freshman year, similar to what you're. <laughs> yeah, so the rest. I mean, do you see how the rest kind of seems trivial at this point? Yeah, I do. So, uh, huh. I guess I'll try to stick to freshman year as best as I can. I mean, were, I, I could just let you go. <laughs> no, let me give you an example. So, you know. In the varsity games in JV, we had this dude, um, he was really good at dunking. Yeah. And he would do these crazy dunks and warm-ups, and people were like, damn, I don't want to play him. But he literally never saw uh, the light of day in the game because he was horrific. Interesting. Like he just had hops. 
and he was really good. I'm trying to think if that was the case for you on the freshman team. Yeah, do you remember me dunking? Um, I don't remember, like, oh, that guy swished a three <laughs> after missing 17 of them. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think if... I don't I remember missing you. 17 threes. I'm just looking for an angle where I can give you some credit. Like, that dude was awesome in warm-ups, and they'd be like, oh, shit, we got... I honestly think I honestly and not to toot my own horn and not to be like not to be superficial or whatever, tutu boy. Um, but I honestly think I was the first one on the court to shake hands with the other team after every game. Yeah, yeah. Um, not yeah. I can see that happening. Uh, is that your claim to fame? Is that what you're gonna go with? I mean, I'm like, just looking you, like, for you something. My freshman year, like the guy that was the happy, like, fun guy on the team that was always, like, motivational. Like, guys, great, great hustle. Hey, hey, uh, Nick C., I think you, you know, you, you, you could get your guy to the left. He's got no left hand. Yeah. Guide him to the left. Like, good advice, tips like that. I want to be the guy who was who didn't quit when he should have <laughs> quit. Say boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the guy that didn't quit when he should have definitely quit a bunch of different Uh, times, especially when the coaches were bullying him in practice. Yeah, I feel like you were the dude, and I'm not sure if I'm getting years mixed up, but like you, like knew all the airhead flavors at the concession stand. (laughs) (laughs) You had so much time. And your your mind was always somewhere else. I'm like, oh my god, they got um, the invisible flavor at this high school gym. I gotta yeah, yo, the coach. I remember the coach because I would get off the bench for uh, for you know the thirty second timeout, and he'd be like, he'd be like, hey, you take your guy, you take your guy to the wing. And uh, you bring him back up to the post, and you hit this guy uh, in the corner, and and he'll turn around. And then I would say right before you guys got back on the court, yeah. And if you combine the blue airhead with the <laughs> yellow one, it kind of tastes like birthday cake. <laughs> I guess you can be known by that. Like the other team would be like, damn, that dude really knows his airhead flavors. Like do, that's that's some dude I would like to chill with. Like, do you want to hear something dude. sad that I honestly remember? And yes. I I think this got reawoken recently. Okay. Does uh, that work? Uh, I don't. I honestly don't think so. Um, okay. Let's there was, if you remember, which you probably don't because you have other good memories. Um, yeah. In practice, coach was talking about. So you actually remember practice. Yes. Scenario. Well, it's the only basketball practice I had as a high school okay. athlete. Okay. I'll try my best. I had no other basketball practices than freshman year okay. basketball practice. So he said in the beginning of the year that he he always made us shoot foul shots. And he said that Correct. he was going to like sew patches on our shorts, like basketball patches, if we made a certain amount of foul shots in a row. Do you remember that at all or no? Zero memory of that. Uh, all right. Because I was, like, I was the only person who did it. between my legs while you guys were doing foul shots real seriously and, you know, like doing dumb stuff because I knew I was going to start regardless. Yeah, yeah, so I yeah. I really didn't give a shiitake about um, free throws. I didn't play so much in the freshman team that I was – Practicing my foul shots so I would be the guy who they would put in to get like intentionally fouled at the end of the game. And that was, that was my that was my game plan, but we were never in the lead, so it never 
it never mattered. Like people never I, did that to us. I think their shorts price just skyrocketed. I feel like I feel like they're trending now. Like they, they that movement must be solid on eBay. Everybody wants the free throw guys shorts. Right, especially if they have patches on them. That that could be like you know a limited edition type thing. Yeah, and I guess the saddest part, and this might be a good conclusion to the whole thing, is that like I was never in the game long enough to be fouled. Interesting. Yes, that's true. But because typically when you got in the game, we're up by like thirty points. Maybe so they're probably not fouling at no. that point. <laughs> no, not on purpose, not by accident. No. Can um, I add one more thing though? Sure. <laughs> I do have some memories. <laughs> I feel like I bet they're real good for me. <laughs> I feel like when you got buzzed in. You'd do everything you could to get attention towards you. So, like, you would start stretching and, like, jumping up and, like, doing obvious things. So, people are like, oh, my God, Falzone's about to get in. Yeah. And I also vividly remember you were the quintessential guy that would get in and, like, slap the floor when you were about to defend someone, like, bring it on. Yeah, absolutely. Like, smack the floor really hard. You got to play with intensity. That's how college players did it. And I was – that's where I was going. You would have like the perfect technique for defense, and then the guy would blow right by you. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, you would smack the floor all intense. You'd be like in the perfect defensive stance, and the dude would blow by you. (laughs) Yeah. I did. You know what makes perfect sense? I did everything. Well, the. I wasn't really calling attention to myself when I was stretching because I would be on the bench for so long that I would have only uh, cramps everywhere, so I would have to work out all the cramps before I actually got in the game. So you wouldn't do like the LeBron thing with the powder? I, don't <laughs> I threw powder all over our parents. <laughs> uh, yes, I would do that. And then when I was in the game, it makes perfect sense that I would have perfect form and technique, but yes. then when you got into the real-life situation of what yes. actually happens, I would have no <laughs> prior experience with it. Yeah. The guy would just blow by you immediately, and then you would get mad at yourself. Like, oh, yeah, God, God, next time. Next, i got to work on my defensive stance like it mattered. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. Those are just some of my memories, but yeah. I mean, yeah, that's cool that you have so many good positive memories of your friends in high school. Yeah, just from, I just remember always being like, he's my friend. I gotta pass to him, or I gotta try to give him some playing time, or I gotta, you know, talk to coach during practice. And you know, I think I was, he was just looking for that window of opportunity, and I guess it just didn't come as much as he thought. But yeah. you know, I tried my best. I was in a bad position, you know. You're my friend, and you know, <laughs> what do you do when your friend's horrific at a sport that he likes? I wouldn't and, say horrific, but. Um, Everybody has yeah. words. Everybody uses words. I get it. Yeah, I mean, you were you were average. Maybe is that a better word? Average, um, average guy that just maybe didn't have any athletic ability. Good. I guess, is that put it on my tombstone? Yeah, I mean, you were a, a good friend of mine that yeah. just had no athletic ability who tried really hard. I was, you know, I was a junior Olympic baseball player, though. You know that. I remember you because when we play video games, I don't know if that's for public knowledge, but of course, video games times, um, you guys talk about your baseball, yeah, heroic block. I don't know what grade that was in, but I, I was, I sounded like you were decent at baseball. Yeah, I, w- I was. I could show so you. There are so many plaques where I'm kneeling in front of banners. You should probably 
do this podcast over and get a friend from that time <laughs> in your life. Yeah. Because this is not working out for you so much about freshman basketball. Perfect. Well, listen, Maybe dude, that- I appreciate you bailing me out because Zoya hey. is not here. No problem, You sir. did wonders for my self-esteem. Yeah. I'm going to go um, eat a whole pizza by myself in my shorts that I buy off but- eBay. Do I get a check or anything for this? Like, if there's so many views, I get some type of compensation or no? No. Nothing? Nope. Uh, not even a t-shirt? Not even a t-shirt. Okay, so this is just, you know, shit, shits and giggles, basically. Would you wear a t-shirt with my name on it? Uh, if there's a picture of you airballing, like a free throw, like real life stuff. That would never happen. I'm the best possible free throw shooter. No one yes. would ever know, though. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll end on a positive note. Like you really tried hard. Like you're you're Rudy. No, you're the Rudy type. Good. That's what I would. You know, let's put a positive spin to it. Great. Thank you. Did you just slap your hands when you said positive spin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I meant to finish it. Now I'll All right. This is something I'm comfortable with. So that's 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 the second. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Peace. Best. All Peace. Right. Friends of Friends podcast.